0: You are Locked On NFL, your daily NFL podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What up and welcome in to a Wednesday edition of the Locked On NFL podcast. He's Tony Wiggins. I'm James Erpine. Thank you so much for making us your first listen on what is going to be, honestly, Tony, a wild, wild week. Because COVID-19, I hate it. It's the worst. It's the worst topic to talk about, and uh, it's uh, rearing its ugly head in Cleveland. Plus, we're going to get to our Week 15 Power Rankings from the Locked On NFL Network, and which teams are really going to make a run? Yeah, there's a lot of pretenders out there. Which teams are really gonna make a run, but uh, no doubt. T- Tony, what's uh what's going on, my man? How's the weather in Jacksonville right
1: now? Weather's well, fine, the weather's great. It looks like it's about I haven't even been out, but it's like 70 and it's just somewhere in the 70s, you know. So we don't complain too much down here oh. about things. Yeah, you know, I got it's short. it's 50s
0: here in, in Ohio, it's fifties here, so it, it it could be worse in December. I'll take it.
1: No doubt about it, man. Um, a lot of stuff with our coaches going on down here, but I talked about it so much, man, I don't even want to talk about it anymore, so we're going to talk yeah. about it. Yeah. It's a
0: dumpster fire in Jacksonville. There's your yep. update on Urban Meyer. Um, there it a is. A place that hasn't been a dumpster fire. It's used to being it, but they weren't last year, and they were the favorites uh, in the AFC North this year. And in second place, certainly in the hunt, the Cleveland Browns had eight players test positive for COVID-19 on Tuesday, including some key names here. And I'm going to read off all of the names for you and uh, Jedrick Wills, uh, or Jedrick Wills, excuse me, the, the tackle. Um, Baker, first off, I'll say this Baker Mayfield did not test positive Correct. yet, so hopefully it doesn't happen. But uh, Jedrick Wills did, Takaris McKinley, Wyatt Teller, so two key offensive linemen, a key pass rusher, Austin Hooper, the tight end, wide receiver Jarvis Landry, Drew Forbes, all testing positive, and then a couple practice squad guys as well. And look. COVID-19 outbreaks are going to happen, but I believe it was 37 players tested positive on Monday. Mm-hmm. You have 8 on one team Tuesday. Look Tony, like we're getting to the part of the season. This is, you know, must win time for a lot of these teams including the Cleveland Browns as they try to make it back to back years making a playoff run mm-hmm. and uh it looks like they could uh they all tested positive by the way. It's not like it's a close contact. It looks like they could be out with some of the, you know, w- without some of these key guys this weekend.
1: Right. And then just last night, Jalen Ramsey in a big game. So now some of those fears that, you know, the powers that be had when they created some of these protocols, now they got to actually deal with it. And not that we'll always go back to normal with uh, COVID-19, but I had kind of gotten to the point where I started getting a little lackadaisical about it. Like, okay, we're past this phase. And then now with this, break out in this small group of people Mm -hmm. now you really realize that uh, the effects that this could have cleveland's fighting for a playoff spot so last night you know the rams you know two nights ago the rams are doing their thing without some of their best players or without a generational talent and and they were able to to fight through it and win but now comes a time when the nfl has to possibly deal with all of those contingency actions that they had and we had sort of i think a lot of people are like me where you had you had forgotten but you had sort of put it behind you and put it put behind you what it would be like to have to actually deal with the consequences and how do you come up with a plan this late in the game it's one thing early in the season because you can move stuff around this late in the game is very very hard to be moving stuff around because there is an end game to this and the end game is the super bowl and and that can't be changed that date can't be changed so now there's a hard suspense date that everyone has to make sure that they can get all of this stuff figured out before they get to that. So the NFL might get busy here real real soon on how they might have to navigate and set up some of these games.
0: Yeah, it's uh, and we're starting to have Saturday games. And if you're vaccinated, vaccinated players, they get tested once a week, non-vaccinated right. every single day. I think the the test, they're, they're going to start. Wouldn't be shocked if it's later. We're recording this on Tuesday afternoon. If at some point today or tomorrow the NFLPA and the league agree to more testing, because again that's the key, and uh, to to just identifying it so you don't have these outbreaks, right? And along,
1: you know what? And the nauseating part about that, along with the more testing now, come all of the conversations. You know, uh, everybody turns into Dr. Fauci when they have an agenda and they want (laughs) to, you know, try to sell you on something or not on something. So here come all of those conversations again. And now it's just that's the part for me that that sort of makes my brain want to pop. It's not necessarily listening to two sides of a story, but it's Mm -hmm. listening to two sides of a story. And neither one of them really know what the hell they're talking about, because all of this, what this shows is we're all doing the best we can. Mm -hmm. And and no one knows anything.
0: Mark Mark Sesler, uh, of NFL Network dropped some numbers. He asked NFL Research for these numbers. Players have missed 262 games this season because they were on the COVID list. There were 309 missed games due to the COVID, uh, due to COVID through weeks uh, 14 a year ago, and 443 missed games on the whole uh, season during the 2020 season. So even with the vaccine, right, and, and everything gone on. It's going to. I mean, it's trending. It's what forty less, forty-seven less games mm-hmm. through through uh, fourteen weeks. But there's still a lot of missed games, and and that's the part of it that uh, I think we're going to see more testing. Because again, if you and I said this way back when it when it started, when we were talking about you know, is there going to be a season? Is there not? Right. Testing is the key. Identifying it and getting the person that tests positive to get to get moving. You know, and and obviously the vaccine is meant to protect and everything like that, but it doesn't. It's not this shield that's going to make it impossible for you to get COVID. And I think that's something that people um are, are certainly um realizing and have realized over the past four or five months. Uh the other thing here, and, and this is the thing that would really suck. You're right. Hard date with the Super Bowl, playoffs, right? There's four weeks left in the the NFL season, the regular season, 17 games, all of this blood, sweat, tears for for years for some of these guys that are on contenders, but what if you're on one of these teams mm-hmm. and, and you test positive and you can't play in the playoff game, right? See. You're Jalen Ramsey and it's a playoff game against the Cardinals and See. then you lose and then you go home. That that's the part that would really, really suck or, or cost you a chance to go to the playoffs like in the Browns case. So that, that's the part of it that is, uh, it's awful.
1: Unfortunately, I think what you have to do, you have to treat it like an injury. You have to treat it like a player who who's hurt and because that's pretty much what it is. And, um, uh, hopefully we won't have to talk about asterisks and all of that stuff because really it's just a matter of everyone doing the best they can absolutely do and uh, mm-hmm. uh we're still in a learn as you go basis so i don't have a lot of answers for it man but i'm gonna uh obviously watch it uh and watch it very closely and, and hopefully i was shocked though. i ain't gonna lie to you if, if i'm tell you right now i was really really shocked that things took a turn like this because it kind of took us back to something that we had you know gotten beyond where it's just like a breakout a little breakout real quick breakout in front of a small like when baseball baseball had a whole bunch of players test positive at one point we yep. we haven't had to deal with that this year and now for it to come up at this point it's just it's a little bit you know disheartening a little bit scary
0: it is there's no doubt about that and coming up we're going to dive into our week 15 power rankings but up next contenders mm. which teams do we think have a real shot here at making a run? Is it just the same old, same old? Are there a dark horse or two? Maybe Tony Wiggins likes the Cowboys again like he's liked all season long. We'll uh, (laughs) we'll dive into that (laughs) next. But first, I got to tell you about Super Bowl 56 because, look, like Tony said, Super Bowl 56 is quickly approaching, less than 100 days away and on location is the official hospitality partner of the NFL. It's the only place to score a a once-in-a-lifetime Super Bowl ticket and experience package. Select your exact seats. Choose from elite experiences featuring an exclusive pregame celebration with NFL legends, five-star LA hotels, and food by the great Wolfgang Puck. Visit onlocationexp.com slash SB56 for more information or search Super Bowl on location. Again, that's onlocationexp.com slash SB56 or search Super Bowl
1: on location what is stance stance is apparel that's right apparel that represents a radical reinvention of socks underwear and active apparel with a sharp focus on comfort quality and creativity stance brings an atypical aesthetic alongside some of pop culture's hottest collaborators for the ultimate in style and self-expression because everything you wear should be a direct extension of who you are and how you feel i'll tell you what I stand on my feet a lot in my other profession and every now and then when you have a poor product in the terms of a sock and maybe even other undergarments and you get that bad stitch, you might as well have a sailboat in your foot if you're going to be standing up all day. You don't have to worry about that stuff with stance though because that discomfort does not exist because it is, a, it is a superior product and I want you to try it out. So what you believe, what you, what I need you to do is go to Stance. That's right. Go to stance.com and you're going to get 15% off your first purchase. Use the promo code locked on at checkout to apply. Enjoy the color and comfort of a life less ordinary with stance. Now stance believes that the perfect fit matters more than fitting in. Those that feel good do good. So do yourself a favor and go to stance.com. Use the promo code locked on to get 15% off your first purchase.
0: All right, Tony, let's dive into what could be, uh, you know, our our predictions. Now, week 15, I think a lot has changed. At the same time, a lot has stayed the same. The Packers, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they're uh, two of the best teams in the NFC. Oh, wait, they played in the NFC title game in January. So no shock that they're uh, at the top of that conference again. The Kansas City Chiefs appear to have figured it out, and we'll see on Thursday night if they keep it rolling against the Chargers. What team to you, if you had to make a pick, do you think is gonna make this Super Bowl, right? It could be one, you know, one in each conference, multiple in the conference. Who's standing out the most? Who's impressed you the most? Because I think a lot of people just assume that it's been a lot of parody. And I think there has been, but I also think that these elite teams are, are have separated themselves over the past month.
1: I think Green Bay is the one. If you told me right now I had to lay everything that I've ever owned or will ever own on a team to make it, I think it'll be Green Bay. They had home field advantage last year. Outside of a couple of boneheaded plays, they actually outplayed Tampa. And this is when Tampa's secondary was even better than they are now. I think the Packers are the real deal. And I don't think they're going to make the mistakes that they made last year, like giving up a touchdown to that little kid that just checked into the game at the last minute, you know, you know, in, at halftime. And I really do believe that they are as close to a complete team I do, however, have another team that is not considered one of those top teams that I think is super dangerous, and that is the San Francisco 49ers. And you saw them firsthand the other day. They can Mm -hmm. rush the passer without blitzing. They can – even though they had, you know, me, you, and – ross jackson in the secondary they figured it out some type of way because when you can rush the passer you can get away with that stuff and then they're dynamic on offense they can they can block they can block a you know trent williams i don't care who you line up over there you can feel like we're okay over there he's gonna be all right mm-hmm. you know you can put miles garrett over there and trent williams gonna be fine he ain't gonna mm-hmm. say he's, he's not gonna get beat once a time but he's gonna be fine so you don't have to double and you got Kittle, and you got debo and then you got the the running game with that that quirkiness that they do. They're dangerous. I wouldn't want to be messing around with them if I was a, a whole bunch of those teams. You better watch them in that division too.
0: Yeah, no, I I agree with you. I think that they because here's the thing. You look at it. I think they have an innovative head coach, a guy that uh, could certainly get hot. He's been to the Super Bowl as an OC with Matt Ryan, so it, it's not like you know Jimmy Garoppolo's and, and and Jimmy's not Matt Ryan. No, but he's you know one of these game manager type quarterbacks, but. When you have George Kittle, when you have a, dy- a dynamic, unique running game and rushing attack, and you have a guy like Debo Samuel who can do it all, can make big catches, he, he can uh, obviously run, had a nice touchdown run the other day, and seems to always find the end zone one week or another. So uh, there's your little fantasy football tip, Debo Samuel's good. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I think that you're right. They, they're certainly capable of making a run because can they protect? Well, they got Trent Williams. That's a good good start. Can they score points? Yeah, they're getting healthy, and they certainly are capable of that. Can they get after opposing quarterbacks? Absolutely. So uh, the, you check three of those boxes now. For mine, and, and that's what's tough is that NFC West, man. Man, it's wild. It it is it is really good outside of Seattle. And who who thought that right? Who would have predicted that? Seattle it's gonna would have been end, it's in gonna end the, it's
1: gonna end that whole Pete Carroll Russell Wilson thing. Yep. Yeah. Yep, that and division so, is good. You're making that go away, right?
0: So the 49ers, really, really good the Rams and that's kind of my it's weird and I know it's flashy and all that but Van Jefferson Cooper Cup is unstoppable and Odell Beckham Jr. three straight touchdowns you know a touchdown in three straight games and so it's like okay and the reason I like the Rams is they have a tackle I know he's 40 years old but my old friend Andrew Whitworth is uh is still playing at a pretty high level yes he is and matt stafford is better than jimmy garoppolo and so that's the point that that's the part of this i do look at quarterbacks in the postseason if if the 49ers get go down 14 nothing you know are are they gonna be able to be able to make a run i don't know and i get it the rams have lost to some of these elite teams and they've gotten beat up physically right they've lost at the point to the 49ers They, they you know the green bay walloped them but I think they have a chance. So if there's like a dark horse, and it shouldn't be a dark horse. They have Aaron Donald, Von Miller, Odell Beckham. You know, you have all these stars. Um, I would say don't sleep on them. But isn't it kind of funny? We've, you know, he's 44 years old. Just keep forgetting up, about him. Yep. And, and your old friend Leonard Fournette is, uh, this is the. This is why he was the fourth pick. He is playing at such a crazy level right yeah, now. he is. In the two running backs in the NFL that surprised me the most this year, James Conner, Leonard Fournette and I don't think just because I'm on a fantasy football kick I uh I don't think I had him anywhere maybe Connor in a league or two but I was just low on him and both guys are dominating so uh, give me a couple L's there but uh yeah I I like the Bucks a lot too but the team if I had to pick that and it kind of feels like their Super Bowl run I think Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs yeah just head and shoulders above the rest of the AFC I'm not saying they're going to finish with the one seed. Who knows? Maybe they lose to the Chargers. But they're not going to be afraid to go on the road to play any of these teams. And I think uh, if I had to pick a team, after all of the discussion, after all of what's wrong with Patrick Mahomes, might not be anything by the time the games really, really matter in
1: January. And that's, uh, that's certainly how they're trending. I can say something about him that you usually say about basketball teams or even boxers, because normally you don't say this about NFL teams because you don't have time to be bored. I thought the Chiefs looked rather bored early in the year, like, come on, let's just get to the games that count. And normally that's not what happens. You know, there were years with Shaq and Kobe, the Lakers were like the fourth C. It was like, we don't care. Let's just get us in the playoffs. We're going to knock your head off. But yeah. the NFL isn't really the kind of game you turn on and off but I think they were bored. I saw Mahomes flipping the ball, throwing left-handed passes and not taking the short. The reason why I think that was because he wasn't taking the short stuff. He's like, man, I don't want these eight yards. You can take them eight yards and eat them for lunch. I want them 37. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like somebody probably, look, dude, we're going to lose if we don't take those eight. Let's just use the screen game the way Andy Reid has done for his entire career. Throw some screens, take a little check down, get some first downs. Calm down. Let our defense rest up. Chris Jones is back doing what Chris Jones does. So now it's like, oh, there y'all go. We, we missed you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, so we're just going to have to wait and see how it plays out. But as these teams come down the stretch, now let me say something to you about the, those Dallas Cowboys. Hold on. I know you no. – you know, no, I, come on, man. I, I had to because you, you started. Mm-hmm. They really, really, really can turn you over on defense. And that to me doesn't mean they're gonna make a run, but it means like they're gonna be they're gonna make somebody have a bad day in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Because with Randy Gregor and Michael Parsons, who might be the defensive player of the year, they are unreal. And those guys mm-hmm. jumping routes. Now you might beat them 40 to 20, but they might beat you 40 to 22. They are the one. The Cowboys are the, are the cousin that nobody wants to invite because they know the second he comes over here, somebody's going to do something they ain't got no business doing. And that's the team that nobody wants to play. I'm telling you. Yeah. Them and it, the 49ers. Well,
0: because well, they have a really, really high ceiling. And I think the Cowboys ceiling is even higher, honestly, than the 49ers. Right. Um, now, now in, the a, question in, a, was, in a wild and quirky type of way, you're right. Yeah. It, now, the question is, is the coaching, right? The, the question is, uh, you know, will they be able to get fully healthy? But if they do... I agree with you. you. You don't want to play them in that first week because no. it's, uh, it, it, it's a headache. So we'll uh, we'll see where the Cowboys are in our week 15 power rankings. And who's at the top? The Cardinals lost. They were number one. How far did they drop? Did they drop? We'll tell you next. But first, I got to tell you about the best protein bar on the planet, Built Bar. They're covered in 100% chocolate. They're high in protein. They're low in sugar. They're low in calories. And they taste amazing. It is the protein bar that tastes like a chocolate bar. So it feels like and it tastes like you're having a nice, awesome snack that is healthy. And I don't know about you. I struggle to have healthy snacks in my life. It's just one of those things. And Built bars is real easy. You can take it with you anywhere you go and uh, you're going to get a protein punch. So whether it's post-workout, whether it's midday, Maybe you just need a snack after that big Zoom meeting. Check them out right now. Built.com, you're going to save money just because you listened to Locked On NFL. Use promo code LOCK15 and you're going to get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com.
1: All right, man. So what we got going, I haven't even looked at the power rankings. I'm going to be honest with you. Normally, I know what they are, but I did not look at them. I wanted to uh wait and see and be yeah. surprised with what happened. i can tell you, let me tell you what i did though so i'm going to give you i actually dropped arizona to number six they looked so bad last night and they i think i think that's where i had them so i had my my top go ahead they've lost they've lost three games at home you can't mm-hmm. dominate you can't be a dominant team and lose three games at home and for all the people that said when has Matt Stafford ever won a big game? Well, he beat Arizona on the road and he beat Tampa. So he's beat Tom Brady and he beat the kid that everybody thought was going to win MVP, which he's not in Kyler Murray. So let's yeah, just I got that wrong. Straight. Right? Yeah, I got that wrong. Yeah, my top five, Either way, let's just get to it and,
0: and I'll just discuss it here. Um, ooh, I, I put it on the background. Here, we'll we'll, uh, we'll do this. Uh, nope, that's not going to work. Either way, I'll start reading them off. Packers.
1: Hold on, hold on. Leave my ugly mug. Oh, no, that won't work. You're right. Go ahead and read it's it. It's all out.
0: right. I, I, I'll figure it out here. We'll, we'll put it in the overlay here in a second, and
1: I'll switch it uh, on YouTube. But if you're, you're listening to this,
0: uh, you can't see it, but I'm going to let you know anyway. The Packers, number one in the power rankings. No surprise. They're 10-3. and three. They're the first seed in the NFC right now. The Bucks right behind them, 10-3. and three. The Chiefs, all the way up to number three. The Rams move up to number four in the Cardinals fifth so you had the cardinals 6th and they're fifth uh followed by the patriots cowboys chargers titans and colts that is your NFL top 10 in our power rankings for week 15
1: i actually had the cardinals 6th i had the ram patriots. i had the i had the patriots 3rd and uh the chiefs fourth and the rams fifth so that's how i had it i had and the reason why i couldn't put the Cardinals six because they just lost head to head to the rams last night so that's how i had those guys dallas i had at seven the Chargers, i do not think i had at eight but i think i had the titans at eight but here's here's what i had i had the 49ers who are 12th on here higher and i had the colts i believe a step up at like number nine because even though they're seven and six there's not that much difference between them and like the eight and four Cowboys. I mean, who do you have more confidence in right now? The team that's come surging. We were just talking about the coach like three or four weeks ago. They were like number 24. So they surged all the way up to the top. And um they're sitting there at number 10. That, that's another team that's in a very, very good spot and dangerous because of Jonathan Taylor and because of the way that they play defense. So very, very interesting. Let me run 11 through 20 for you, James. Bills, Niners, Ravens. Oof. Browns that we talked about. Your Bengals. How about the Washington football team at 16? 17 in the Broncos. 18 is the Vikings. 19 the Raiders. 20 the Steelers. I'm scared for Baltimore because they just look so dismal abysmal in the last few weeks. The Browns Mm -hmm. though have something because they have a lot of talent but now with this outbreak of the COVID-19 that puts their opportunities uh, in a bad place.
0: Yeah and they don't have any downfield anything. And that's, that's the problem, man. When you have a quarterback like Baker Mayfield, I want to be able to say, all right, you can go to him or him. And what happens when a team, I get it, Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb, you know, if, if Hunt is healthy for the playoffs, you feel good about the running game. But you're going to tell me Austin Hooper, David Njoku? I love Jarvis Landry. I think he's a, a you know, a nice player. You, you kidding me? That That's the guy. And so, like, it, it just, it, they don't wow me at the skill positions. And so if you don't have this, you know, high level elite type quarterback, that's top five in the NFL. I just don't know if you're able, you're going to make a, a multi-week playoff run with the the Browns, with the roster, the way it's constructed. It's weird. The whole AFC North is weird. You, you know, you got um, teams 13 through 15, you got the Steelers at 20. None of them have a losing record and all of them are still in the hunt for the division, but it seems like none of them want to seize it. And they, they, you know, they're up and down and, Obviously, Lamar Jackson's health is going to matter uh, with part of that. But uh, let's finish off the, the rankings here, 21 through 32. The Eagles, Dolphins, followed by the Saints at 23, Seahawks 24, Falcons at 25. And they're 6-7. I mean, they're flirting with a, w- a winning record. The Panthers, 5-8 and eight on the year. They're 26th, followed by the Giants, 27th, Bears, 28th, the Jets, 29th. These last four teams, man, are just brutal. The Jets 29th, Lions 30th, Jaguars 31st and Texans 32nd. And something has to give, right? Don't the Jags play the Texans this
1: week? Yep, 8 43 Whoa. 8 43 and 1 are those last four teams combined. Um, Whew. of these last group of teams, I think the Falcons have really really overachieved with their roster mm-hmm. and uh um, their coach has to be given a lot of credit, Arthur. He's got, he has to be given a whole lot of credit. What's what's the coach's name? Isn't his name Arthur? Arthur Smith. Yep. Arthur Smith, In Tennessee. Yep. Yeah. They uh they have to be given a lot of credit because this is what this that's kind of what everybody expected the Jaguars to do. Like not yep. really be good, but find a way to be. They're six and seven, man. And mm-hmm. look at Miami. Miami is the best team. I think Miami is the best team right now. Uh, Miami and Denver are the two best teams in these last 17 in this last second half because Denver, you got to give them credit too, man. Nobody really thought they were going to be good, especially when they start purging and sending people away and look at them. They're they're right there uh, involved in all of this stuff. So uh, it's going to be very, very interesting. Yeah, we do play. the, The Jaguars do play the Texans and that right now will probably be for the chance to get the number one pick overall.
0: Yeah, either number one or number two, right? Since the Lions only right. have
1: one win, that's
0: uh, it, it, you know, I, I wonder if if Urban's like, "Hey, let's lose, but we're, we're not rolling with Trevor. We're we're gonna sit. Tre- <laughs> not that Trevor's playing. You know, they I mean, actually
1: considered benching the other day too. By the way, when that's what I heard. Yeah, he threw four is, picks, but they were mainly doing it because of his development, because they realized he was playing hero ball. He was trying to press, and they were like, "Nah, the game is out of reach. They were gonna take him out, but they decided not to. So fun week. It really seemed like." Uh, just a few weeks back, James and I were talking about how there was two or three teams and then there was like 12 teams with no separation. That has changed. Now, yeah, there's a ton of separation. And now you see who the really elite teams in the league are. So it's going to be fun to watch this as it finishes up. I tell you what, you can check out the Locked on Bets podcast with your boy Q and Lee Sterling. You need to get with that before you start making wagers on all of these games that's going on. Even though the stakes are high, Vegas can still be tricky. So you make sure you listen to that. At least Sterling to give you the ins and outs and the things to do. Follow it, subscribe to it, and like the Locked on Bets podcast and make it your second listen of the day. Jamie, it's been fun as always, man. Enjoyed that 50-degree weather. I'll suffer through this 77-degree weather down here in Florida, 77 and sunny. Uh, somebody has to do it and put up with it. Um, but until next week, James repeat and Tony Wiggins signing off here on Locked On Jaguars. Y'all take care of each – Locked On NFL. Y'all take care of each other. Thank you.